This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one size fits all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot Grab your copy of the Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 as a top or kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see, cause Doug loves movies. Hey everybody! I don't know if you knew this or not, but my name is Doug, and I love movies. This is Doug Loves Movies! Always the most professional of all the uh, singbacks at the beginning of the show, because we're here at Meltdown Comics in Los Angeles, California! Yeah! 
<laughs> it's Thursday, September 7th. I don't know why I'm so excited. 2017. Name tags, anyone? Oh, wow. We got some good ones today. I saw that one on the internet. Instead of the jerk, it's the Beth. Is that your face on Steve Martin's face? Yes. Were you born a poor black child? <laughs> it's these cans. They hate these cans. Uh, prom e Taya us. And your name's Taya? Okay. Fair enough. Indiana Jones? Indy, Indy, what does that say? Indy Donna? Indy Donna Jones? I like it. And resident Evia? Your name is Evia? You're a man named Evia? That is kind of cool, I think, maybe. And there's a big Teen Wolf of my face on it. What's the name on that? Dean Wolf. Dean Wolf. That just sounds like you're in charge of a school for lycanthropes. All right. Great job, everybody. Good luck getting uh, chosen tonight. (laughs) Doug Plugs. Saturday at 420, Douglas Movies comes to the inaugural 208 Comedy Festival in Boise, Idaho. Douglas Movies is back here at Meltdown Comics on Monday night. Uh, Friday, September 16th, I'm doing a 5 o'clock happy hour stand-up show at Helium in Portland, Oregon. Not only will it be a gas, uh, if you bring name tags, you can play a game from Douglas Movies. Probably Last Man Stanton. Uh, had a lot of fun with the crowd in Denver last Monday playing Last Man Stanton with uh, Emma Stone and Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> yeah, that was an interesting one, and it might end up on uh, the album if I make an album of that, uh, that show. Yeah, you guys are in such suspense. <laughs> over whether or not that's going to happen. For all my deeds, dates, and links, go to DougLovesMovies.com. That's DougLovesMovies.com. Yeah! K-A-R-S, cars for kids. From the corrections department, Gary Oldman, Colin Firth, and Colin Farrell uh, were all not in Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> But Colin Firth is in Shakespeare in Love, which won Best Picture over Saving Private Ryan, undeservedly so. So there. (laughs) Prize bag. Here's what I brought for tonight. A uh, Doug Loves Movies t-shirt. A blue card from uh, Getting Doug with High. (laughs) Signed by me. A... uh, copy of my CD promotional tool not signed by me <laughs> a pair of sungla- my free cam sunglasses you may recognize them from my uh, Instagram or getting dug with high I got an extra pair of those so I'm giving them away and all three sizes of the uh, Christmas peacemaker pipe <laughs> yeah I I like that that was the most exciting thing uh, to this crowd. And also, the stuff that my guests brought tonight. 
I got three very funny dudes. When people were asking me on Twitter today, any hints who's going to be here tonight? I said, top men. (laughs) 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 Which is the classic line from the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Please give a big warm welcome to Dan Soder, Joe DeRosa, and Greg Fitzsimmons! Hey guys! Hi, Doug. Hey, let's uh, let's start with him. It's his first time uh, here in Los Angeles. It's Dan Soder, everybody. Hey. Hi, hello, Los Angeles. Has a perfect record on the show, though. You've appeared on the show in New York and just a few days ago in Cleveland, and uh, you won both times. Two and zero. Oh. Uh, real shitty at most of the games, but I pull through at the end. Yeah. So if I pick your name tag, just it might look bad at first, but it'll get good. Star of Billions on Not, Showtime. You always say that, and I always have to tell you I'm a peripheral character. All right. Well, Joe DeRosa is here, everybody. Wow. <laughs> star of Billions. <laughs> I created it. Creator, star of billions. <laughs> yeah. Little makeup, you play the Paul Giamatti role. <laughs> yes, yes. Got this for many years now. <laughs> uh, actually, uh, you may know Joe from uh, not only from Better Call Saul, but there you go. Yeah. There he is. One, That's one a person, uh, you know, who doesn't love a veterinarian who is shady? And... Uh, you also might know him from Two Shorts Boombox, <laughs> where, yes. where he appeared the one time because I dragged him down there when I had to be on Two Shorts Boombox, and thank God he was there because Joe really knew how to pay some respect. Yeah, and then Two Short returned the respect by making me sit in the closet. You sat in the closet until he found out you were a big fan, and then you moved out of the closet. Remember the part where I go, here's my favorite Two Short lyric? Girl, you look at a dick like it's a slot machine, and he <laughs> and he he didn't know what I was talking about. Was it like, what song is that? And I was like, it's your song, man. I don't fucking know. I just remember that lyric. It's funny. What if it was some other guy that said that? You were wrong. No, no, no. I was, it's definitely him because I brought up another one of his songs. I go, my favorite song you ever did is is uh, "Buy You Some" with Eric Sermon, and he goes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he, he doesn't remember his music. It should be Two Shorts Hot Box, because uh, they smoke a lot of weed. Yeah. And also joining us, a regular on the program, of course, it's Greg Fitzsimmons. Thank you. Host of so many shows. And panelist on uh, Best Week Ever with you, Doug. Oh, wow. That's a blast from the past. (laughs) You know the thing about Best Week Ever and At Midnight that are both frustrating to me in both shows' cases? That they, when they go off the air, they also just completely go away. They go away. Because it's all topical shit. So nobody cares anymore. Nobody cares. It's like if you you were in Greece, in what year was that? What? The, the city or the movie? 
Well done. Either one, people remember you. The city but... of Greece. <laughs> Flatbush. Flatbush. No, uh, Greece. Greece came out in the 70s. 74, 76, something like that. Um, but yeah, best week ever. The, dis, it's disposable television. It goes in and wait. It comes what did Greece have to do with anything? <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody remembers every cast member from Greece. Uh huh. And that was the two-hour experience. We did it for ten years every week. And here's the best part. Here's how much respect you got on Best Week Ever from VH1. They call you up every Friday and go. Hey, what are you doing on Monday? No, never a contract. Ten fucking years. We never had even a one-week contract. It was always just like it was always like the guy who was afraid to ask you out. So we'd be like, "Hey, you going to Mark's party on Saturday? Maybe I'll see ya." You know how right you are. I just realized as you're talking about this, I am on Better Call Saul, maybe twice a season. And when they said that, I got one clap, and that was still more claps than Best Week Ever got. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He should join Greece, the uh, road tour. <laughs> he could be Rizzo. Yes. Uh, also, nobody remembers anybody from Greece. That's what I was I just what you're say. talking about. I felt weird not saying it. But you were like, everyone knows every cast member. I'm like, dude, I got two, maybe three. Stocker Channing, John Travolta. Uh, that's a celebrity it. rehab guy from Taxi. <laughs> Eddie, keep Deason. going, Joe. Keep Kevin going. Con- down. That's Kevin Conaway, Eddie Deason, uh, Sid Caesar, uh, <laughs> the lady from Full Nest. Remember that sitcom? The redheaded daughter from yeah. Full Nest was yeah. in it. <laughs> she did the loudspeaker. Uh, what's his name? Uh, <laughs> this went off the rails four names ago. I love this game, naming people from Greece. <laughs> Stalker Channing, who was in her 50s when she made that movie. (laughs) And she's still in her 50s. There are worse things I could do than a face tuck or two. Um, Who else? Stalker, she was the reverse Ralph Macchio. She was like, I'm 15. You're like, you look terrible. (laughs) I was born like this. (laughs) One of the T-Birds was named Duty. That's all I got. We did, did, we did pretty good, though. Olivia Newton-John, we didn't say. We did it? I don't think we said her. She's a star. Uh, Sophocles. Um, <laughs> Aristophanes. <laughs> John Stepanopoulos. <laughs> Is it George? George Stepanopoulos. It's George. <laughs> His brother, John. <laughs> <laughs> All the fucking Stephanopoulos's. <laughs> And Snuffleupagus, too, <laughs> while we're at it. Uh, Greg, you uh, I saw you on the set of the Crashing, the Pete Holmes show. Crashing, you did an episode. and I came in, had a yeah. scene. Right, you did a great job. Pete let me talk. It was yep. amazing. Yeah, it was brief, but you got in there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was writing on it uh, all summer in New York, and then I did, I did an episode also. Nice. And, uh, you know, it's... Three months straight in New York City is, uh, it's a lot of New York City in the summer. We had a guy, and um, we were shooting in the village at midnight, and homeless people come out, and we have 300 extras and 50 people on the crew, and there's a homeless guy that walks next to the set, and every time we start rolling, he goes, Hey! (laughs) Hey! (laughs) 
And so we can't shoot. And so finally we're like, we got to stop. We, the co- you can't get cops to get rid of him. He's got a right to be there. So a producer goes over and he goes, I'll give him some money. So he goes over and he gives some money. The guy walks away and I go, how much you give him? He goes, a dollar. <laughs> I was like, he could have held out for five. Or more. Or more. He knows that HBO. Yeah. When I go home on Saturday, I'm going to find that guy in the West Village and teach him how to negotiate. That's it. I'm like, you had the leverage. Yeah. He needs a rep. (laughs) Yeah. I'm quitting the business, Greg. I'm getting into bum managing. First, I'm going to work the rails. (laughs) Then every bus station in America. Dan thinks he knows a lot about finance since he stars on Billions. Ah! I'm a guest star, and I'm grateful for that. All right, Dan, I know you're always proud of... Uh, <laughs> are, are you trying to be proud of what you brought for the prize bag? I try to. It's and always... you brought a bag that's much sturdier than the one I brought, so I'm already excited. Uh, I started with... I live in Queens, so I got something Queens-inspired. I got a Joey Ramone Pop Rocks oh. thing. Oh. So that'll be fun. And then uh, I'm lazy, so I just got $25 gift certificate to Meltdown here. So there you go. 25 Jeez. You, yeah. got, you got both of those things from Meltdown. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I, I, do a real, uh, I do a real weekend dad job of this. Where I'm like, yeah, what's close? I got some money. Daddy. Daddy. You Daddy. Scooby-Doo. <laughs> Daddy, they're called Pop Vinyl, not Pop Rocks. I go, yeah. Yeah, whatever. Your mom's a cold bitch. Uh, I, I only see you twice a month. <laughs> Pass it down. Great job. Okay. Yeah. Very nice. Thank you. It's really yeah. nice work. Yeah. Nice. Joe DeRosa. It's <laughs> for the late nights, Joe. This is a book um, that I didn't just take off my bookshelf today because I didn't want it anymore. Uh, I spent $50. At least, it's worth at least as much as you spent. Uh, this is a book called LOL Golf. And I got it as a stocking stuffer one year. It's golf jokes. And Doug, I like to donate books to the show and I like to put an inscription that somebody can fill in the appropriate names of the person to and from. <laughs> And then I already put the whole scenario in there, so you can give this gift to somebody. Okay. So whoever wins tonight, it's going to say, Dear Blank, thought you could use a few of these jokes as icebreakers when you make your big speech at the big charity golf outing on Saturday. (laughs) The foundation raises money for such a great cause. Remember, it doesn't matter that hundreds of children die every day from that horrid disease. You're the best. You're doing your best. Okay, you're doing your best. I think that's funny. Love. Love blank. So you could write, Dear dear Joe. This is something you do every time you're on this show? I've done it before, and I was... I I think it went better the other times. Read one of the golf jokes. I just, yeah, I gotta read one of these fucking jokes, but they're, they're all f- so fucking long. Yeah, they're real like, long. What is that about? Are okay. they stories? They're like golf paragraphs, and they're not funny, believe it or not. It was a windy day. A duffer made a terrible shot. And in the process, tore up a gigantic piece of turf. He picked it up, (laughs) turned to his caddy and said, what should I do with it? The caddy replied, 
Anyone? <laughs> Any guesses? If I were you, I'd take it home to practice on. <laughs> what? Did they give up halfway through that joke? That's a joke we're halfway through. Like, you just want to go home? What do you, what do you want to finish with? Oh I'd, my uh, God. This is, it's funnier than The Legend of Bagger Vance, but, <laughs> but not as funny as Tin Cup. It falls somewhere. Tin Cup had Cheech Marin. Oh That's, my God, it sure I'd, did. I'd like to point out the irony that a joke from the shitty golf book actually saved the golf bit with the book. Like, oh, jeez. Okay, never mind. Sorry. Ah. Jesus, oh, this... Dan just pulled you out of that one, too. Yeah. I thought, I thought it was, he read a... Never mind. Okay, so, so there's also little riddles in here. One of them is, what's the official drink of the 19th hole? What? I, you know, I, my first guess is pussy juice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Turns out it's lilac crazy. Oh. Lilac crazy. Fuck Lilac crazy. Yeah. What does that mean? It's Lie, what Donald Trump like, does after he uh, finishes a, a round. Lilac he lies crazy. like crazy. Oh, my God. <laughs> this book like... is garbage. I'm going to throw it out. No. No one should no! have this no! book. No. For any reason, you should I keep kept... it. The Library of Congress said, eh, eh <laughs> to this book. Don't you understand? It's so bad, it's good. I'm Sorry I don't make the big Hollywood money and I can't afford to buy pop vinyl toys out in the store for everybody. Listen, Joe, I care about my kids. <laughs> I want them to be happy. What did you bring, Greg? I got uh, a book that I bought in the bookshelf uh, out here as well. <laughs> it's Jesse Ventura's Marijuana Manifesto, signed by me. <laughs> And then a friend of mine just got back from Cuba. I don't smoke cigars, but he gave me two Cuban cigars. Cuban. And apparently they're like really top shelf. They're called Cohiba Edition Limitida. So smoke that shit. Those are lovely contributions yeah. to the bank. Nice, right? Yeah. Was did you interview Jesse Ventura? Yes. Oh, so that's why you got the book, right? And you read it from cover to cover before you talk to him. You know, I actually read uh, two to three pages of that before I talked. <laughs> well, I don't imagine any weed book gets read more than four or five pages, <laughs> especially if it's written by Jesse Ventura. I just my throat would get sore because I would have to read it in his voice. <laughs> Yeah, it turns out there's a couple conspiracy theories involving marijuana. What? Yeah, I swear to God. Before you go ahead and blame President Nixon for... etc. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, he's, that a chapter starts with before you blame President Nixon. <laughs> he starts more, in third there's year. There's more you need to know about what happened yeah. around Nixonian times. <laughs> it wasn't all uh, his fault. Yeah. You know, you know, some of those recordings actually did good things. <laughs> Sold a lot of tape. I have a question for each of you. It's the same question. Mm. I'll start with Dan, because I just talked to him a few days ago, so I don't even know if he, if he squeezed one in, but what was the last movie you saw? Um, I haven't squeezed one in. I've been watching Rick and Morty. Yeah, but... I just got onto it, so I can't act cool. I just got into it. 
Yeah, no, it's a uh, it's a thing I still I but still I s- need to get into. On the last episode, I said uh, unacknowledged. Before that, it was Baby Driver. So that was the last movie. All right. Yeah. Like yeah, I was I was pretty stoned. It was good. I don't know. That's the problem with seeing movies high in your thirties. Is I don't know if a movie's good or not because I just enjoyed the experience. I was like, I ate popcorn with Sour Patch Kids in it. And there was cool stunt driving with fun music. Right, but see And beautiful that, people saying things that were like... See, all of those are compliments that you wouldn't necessarily get. Like, if you saw a movie that was boring as hell while you were high, I think you'd still be bored. Yeah, but then I just I feel dumb. I don't think dumb. it necessarily makes it fun, you know? Yeah, that's a fun high movie, though. I'll give yeah, I was going to say, Baby Driver might be one that takes it across the finish line for you. Yeah, yeah, no, it's good to be high during it. Yes. I have been, I was all six times. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought it was the fan. worst movie I've ever seen in my life. What? It just was filled with every cliche, the, the, the pack of people walking towards the camera in slow motion, every fucking trope, the uh, Jamie Foxx, what are you so mad at? Why is he so mad at the kid? The kid's a good driver. Right, but but getaway driver needs to be the eyes and the ears, and he's got music playing in his ears all the time. You're not even sure if he understands what the plan is, because he's listening to music and staring off into space while Kevin Spacey is telling telling everybody what's going to happen. Well, how else are you going to get a great soundtrack? I, I can't believe that that movie made you leap to worst film I've ever seen. I was angry because it had been so built up. I was angry because I really... Exp- and, and the worst thing is my son said his first words were, this is the best movie I've ever seen. Yes, because it's really good. <laughs> Doug's my son. I support you, see- Greg. I support you. I, Did I you see The Big see- Sick? Yes. No. What's your complaint about that? None. It was fucking great. Right. Loved yeah. it. You know, also very highly praised by uh, uh, the critics of the world. Well, what do you think? I'm oppositional to every well-reviewed movie? I'm just saying that, like, a well-reviewed movie tends to be a pretty good movie because it's well-reviewed by people who all they do is watch movies and they're tired of cliches. And I think that the movie turns so many cliches on its head. On its head is a cliche. <laughs> It turns cliches on its dick. (laughs) But I hear what you're saying, and if you guys want to bash the movie, it's great. There's probably lots of podcasts where you could do that. But uh, on this podcast, Baby Driver is the best movie ever made. I agree. I actually, I get it now. I get it. Joe, you didn't like it. I didn't see it because. (laughs) Well, because once I found out it wasn't a movie about a baby limousine driver (laughs) voiced by Alec Baldwin, I was like, well, fuck this movie. I'm not seeing this shit. (laughs) That would have been a cool movie. Legitimately, my girl. Uh, legitimately, my girlfriend, when I was telling her, I, I was like, I'm going to go see, I'm going to get high and go see Baby Driver. She thought I was talking about Baby Boss. With Boss that, Baby. Boss Baby. Yeah. So in her head, she was like, who the fuck am I dating? And I'm about to go get stoned and watch this baby cartoon. Yeah. 
I still got it. Honey, honey, I'm going to get high. I'm going to do some heroin and watch Secret Lives of Pets. Yeah. I just want to go hang with some kids while I'm ripped. What if you saw Boss Baby and then after she was like, did you like it? And you're like, it was every fucking trope in the world. A baby running a company. The baby's smart when the parents aren't around, dumb when they are around. I don't think I don't think that uh, that's how that one works. I think he's just everybody sees that he's smart. Oh. I haven't seen it though. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And I love Alec Baldwin's voice in, you know in anything. Yeah. But coming out of that baby it just doesn't even doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Why would a baby whisper? <laughs> Yeah, it's just, it's just <laughs> sad. Why would a baby's natural speaking voice be whispering? You know You're like, this baby has horrible throat polyps. He's going to have terrible... <laughs> did anybody yeah, see yeah, baby, yeah. my boss baby? No. You saw it? You did? Yeah. Did he talk in the Alec Baldwin the whole time? Yeah. He's like, listen, I'm a baby. <laughs> does he... I love to suck. Does boobs. he ever cry like a baby? Yeah. He does? And that's like... Goes back to this. I guarantee there was a Glenn Gary Glenn Ross reference, wasn't there? Did he do a fucking milks for closers? God damn it! He has, he has fucking, he has fucking disgraced. He has disgraced the mag, the majesty of that character in that speech in Glenn Gary yes. Glenn Ross. He has done it in so many fucking sketches. Well, we just found a lower level. It's not his to do. He didn't write it. No, I, really I agree. It's the same me, thing Travolta do with the Danny Zuko character from Grease. <laughs> Did he really? Are you doing it? Always Grease with you, Greg. Always Grease. I can't tell if you're serious or just doing a callback. I was just doing a callback. <laughs> That's the first of four tonight. <laughs> Sorry, Joe's off track. He's all revved up about that Glenn Glary, Glenn Ross pirating. Because you don't do that. That's shitty. <laughs> Greg's being paid by Paramount because there's like a Grease reissue. Coming out. <laughs> also, there's going to be yeah, a, as many references yeah. as possible. Ah, oh, I got chills. <laughs> They're multiplying. <laughs> <laughs> Ting tang, walla walla, bing bang. <laughs> Here's my question for Joe DeResa. It's the same one, last movie you saw. I saw It on Tuesday. Oh, oh shit. It. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe It. Yeah. Let me what tell you. What are you going to say? Are you going to spoil It? it? <laughs> no, but I will say that It sucked. No, Shit. it uh, it sucked. Really? Yeah. Well, because because you, you want to take a book that's about a monster that feeds on horrible hatred and fear, and then make a movie about it and take out any trace of racism or homophobia or anti-Semitism or slut shaming or fat shaming or any of the things that made the kids the losers club that made them bond together that made the monster powerful they turned it into stranger things it was fucking stupid it was five kids fighting a monster and they were kind of nerds like that was it that was it, it, it had no balls to it the miniseries is better the miniseries is scary <laughs> Joe hits with individuals harder than anybody on this show. Joe strikes a chord at individuals. And that's always been my comedy philosophy. If I can just reach one of you, I did my job. Public school, Joe DeRosa. Yeah. Inspirational public school teacher. Dangerous minds. Yeah. I'm going to change the kids. It's fucking 
get lean on me. But honestly, like the like the miniseries had more of like they just took all the stuff out of it. I was like, well, this doesn't make sense. Like, but then they'll show a kid, they'll show a four year old get his arm bitten off, but they they won't call the fat kid fat. It's like, well, I don't, what, what is? What do they call? I don't him? get what the what the vetting is for this. They're like, like you're trying. So no, they just beat him up, but they'll never be like they never say like we don't like you because you're fat. But that was the whole point. That of the was book. the best part about getting beat up when you were a kid. It's the explanation. <laughs> Like, you, you smell. You're like, all right, I can work on that. You got a big head. I can't change that. If you take the specificity out of it, then you just, you're just like any other kid. I'm yeah. watching the kids. I'm like, I don't feel bad for any of yeah, you. This happened good. to all of us. Yeah. We all but got an H carved in our stomach. Yeah. But Joe, how did you feel about Stranger Things? Because uh, it wasn't based on a Stephen King thing. It was just its, its own thing. I liked Stranger Things quite a bit when I saw it. And I saw it very, very early on uh, before everybody tweeted about oh, it 17 yeah. times a day. You got Netflix early? I got, yeah. 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 Six yeah. bucks a month back then. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I was in this Stranger Things way before everybody was yeah. in this Stranger Things. But I think now, Stranger Things is really good, and they're saying it is like a Stranger Things, but a movie, and so that, to me, is appealing. That's not it. Well, first of all, the farther I get from Stranger like, Things, the less it, I'm enamored Is by knowing it. the source material the, your big problem, though? Do you think you would have enjoyed it if you didn't go into it hoping for racism? <laughs> Racism. No, I, I know it's. I know what you mean. The, uh, no, it's. It's. Here's the thing. Stranger Things is w- whether you like it or not is very derivative of many great works. That's fine. It's okay. I like Stranger Things, but don't. My friend said it best. He goes, "I really wish the movie It wasn't based on Stranger Things, which was based on the book It." It's like they took something derivative of the original source material and then they made the the new thing that, and it's. It's just not interesting. And then just from a horror standpoint, you can only take so many clown jumping out moments before you're like, I'm not fucking scared of this clown anymore. Like, yeah, and there's two or three of them in the trailer, so you could almost be like, well, I'm good. The already. scariest <laughs> one is in the trailer. Yeah. The, the, ah, when he comes out all that, shaky and weird. I thought the scariest one is when he's in, the girl turns in the bathroom and he's like up on the ceiling. So it was just odd. To, it was odd choices. It's like you won't show that the the one kid gets like anti-Semitic treatment from people and that sucks for him and like that's why he's hurt but you'll heavily influence that the dad is fucking his own daughter I, like, I didn't understand why they kept certain elements and why they took other ones out and I just thought it was very uneven and they also ruined the Richie character with that Stranger Things kid they're like oh he's the funny one just make him say fuck the whole movie and it gets to like a Joe Pesci level of fucks <laughs> he's, helping the, he's helping the clown out going Charlie M Charlie yeah. M and then one- pop your eye out of your socket for that at one, at one point, he gets startled, and he goes, Jesus, fuck! And I was like, what 10-year-old talks like this? You fucking Jesus clown! Fuck your mother! Clown. You'd what be you surprised the things 10-year-olds say. Yeah. But... <laughs> they break well, down the I don't know, Doug. I don't hang around 10-year-olds like you I do, do I, You know, who else am I going to sell to? <laughs> Gotta make my side money. <laughs> Greg, what was the last movie you saw? And if it's it, we could just move on. <laughs> no reason to talk about well, I, uh, it. Well, I'm going through. My son is 16, and he just broke his wrist yesterday. 
So we spent the day watching movies and... Uh, movies that you can't masturbate to? <laughs> movies that you can? Can't. Can't? Because his wrist is broken. Ah. Get it? Look, when you're 16, you don't need a good wrist. You don't wrist need to, to worry about off. that. You just breathe on it. You're coming. You just rub it against the sofa. It's fucking... You, just blow, you blow yourself, so yeah. you're saying. Yeah, it's yeah. also so new, I bet you'd go with a broken wrist. Yeah. They're like, this is still so much fun. Yeah. You go with a broken wrist. Yeah, yeah. Just out of those, those ends of the fingers hanging out of the cast? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> tip job! It's a tip job! Yeah. Just out of curiosity. And I just hear him yelling from his room, I got Vicodin, dick! <laughs> it's only take one. Was his wrist broken through an incident involving racism? <laughs> It was, as a matter of fact, yeah. You should see the black guy. <laughs> the black eye that your child has. The black has. eye. Oh, you thought I said black uh, guy. Yeah, black uh, eye. Oh, okay. Um, I, so anyway, I am, I am getting to watch movies that I loved from my childhood with my son now. So we watched uh, Blues Brothers yesterday. Yeah. Nice. And what a fucking great soundtrack that is. And I remember once... Um, somebody described oh, Bob Odenkirk was making fun of the Blues Brothers and what they did to the blues and called it asshole blues when like white guys do the blues but my argument is they introduced they introduced me to a lot of blues I went up and looked up you know uh, 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 you know buddy, a lot of Lee blues Hooker. people Buddy Lee Hooker actually I think it was John Lee Hooker was in that movie oh yeah John Lee Hooker Buddy Lee Hooker is a what about Cap Cowboy yeah. yeah. Cab Calloway, of course. Cab Calloway, uh, James Brown is yeah, the, in the movie, the, the Aretha lineup Franklin. Of, of uh, musical a- acts throughout the sh- movie are, it's incredible. It's incredible. It's the most, uh, it's the most everything you could put into one movie, movie ever. They like, bought. It's not a laugh riot, but it is, there's always something interesting going on. Yeah, and it's just shit like, a, like his ex wife would blow up a building they were in and they would crawl out of the rubble and stand up and then just look at their watches and go, Oh, we got to get to work by nine. And like not mention they were just fucking. <laughs> yeah, they were cool with it because, yeah. you know, that's what happens when you're at the Blues Brothers yeah. is uh, women try to kill you all the time. Yeah. You're like, Well, what are you going to do? <laughs> women. Yeah. Twiggy wants uh, to fuck Dan Aykroyd. Chicago. Well, you know, when he makes the play for her, you don't know where that's going to go. But yeah. it turns out she really was going to meet up with him. Yeah. But he was on a mission from God. He was on a mission from God. Yeah. So he has sex with that girl. He doesn't end up with blues balls. <laughs> how, like, how long were you waiting on really that one? I really thought... Like, were you like, let it cook a little bit more, and then watch me drop this ball? Doug said it seven times. Everybody applauded like he was a genius. Yeah, I thought that you were going to like the blues balls joke. It's his show. God damn it. Yeah. You know, my like, gift bombs. God yeah. damn it. Baby oh. driver stinks. Yeah. It was a great movie. I thought you said mini driver stinks. I'm a fan of her. She's good. But Blues Brothers, oh my God. Like, the... the, the the insane amount of cars that they crashed. Yeah. Crazy. The insane, like, the mall. The insane mall sequence they where they're bought, just driving you know, that, through that a mall. That mall was actually about to be... It was mall, It was shut down. They were going to destroy it, and they bought it for like a dollar, and then they just fucking ran car chases through the mall. So I the, can't be in a mall without saying disco pants and baby clothes. This <laughs> mall has everything. <laughs> New Oldsmobiles are here. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. It's so ridiculous. It's so like... 
And like like the opening sequence where uh, Belushi's about to get out of jail and uh, just this weird like depressing shots of like factories and prisons yeah. and like like it's the movie's all over the place and 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 that's what I love about it. It's John Landis, re- it's really great, genius. Yeah, and yeah. Spielberg make an appearance. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's yeah. at the very end. He get he uh, yeah. he's the one that like uh, takes the money. Takes the money and and then you know what's that thing called where you go notarize. He notarizes it. I don't think that's what that thing's nah. called. But rubber stamp. Close enough. He stamps that shit. Yeah. And wow. Then, and then they uh, and then they cut to the wide shot and there's like 50 people with guns trained on the Blues Brothers. Spoiler. <laughs> Did you watch uh, Blues Brothers 2000? Sometimes referred to as the Phantom Menace of the Blues Brothers <laughs> <laughs> franchise. No, as a matter of fact, I showed him Godfather one and two. Didn't show him three. He asked for it because I have the trilogy in a box set. I said you're not watching. No, it. good I for you. Three's good. What? Really? Yeah, I think three. I think if you if you separate. <laughs> Jerosa, over three. Picking, are you purposely picking the most difficult route on this show? I'm not saying it's as good as one and two, but I think it does bring closure to the story, and I think the Andy Garcia character is great, and I find it very interesting that the premise of three is the his his life's blood is to become legitimate and protect his family, and in the midst of doing that, he sinks to the lowest level and his, he loses his entire family. I think that's a very fitting end. It was also not supposed to be called Godfather 3. Supposed to be called the death of Michael Corleone because they felt it was not a sequel. Yeah. It was an epilogue to the story, and the studio made them call it Godfather Three. Wow. So once you know that, it kind of reframes it just a little bit. It does nothing. Yeah, it yeah. makes a shitty movie great. Yeah. What that if I movie told you this? Sucks. What if I told you this shit was called poop? Can I can I tell the audience the thing you That's said much about cuter? Yeah. Can I tell the audience? Remember we were in that bar in New York, and you we were talking about Ron Howard took over. The Han Solo movie. Yeah, I don't remember any of this. I can't wait to hear what I had to say about it. <laughs> you, you, we were talking. About, I was excited about the Han Solo movie. We were talking about, it and you go, I can't believe they fired those Lego Movie guys. They're brilliant. And I said, Well, dude, I mean, look, I, I, I think they're great, but they were, apparently were trying to turn it into a comedy. So now they got Ron Howard to bring it back down to earth. And you go, Oh, the, then he'll be perfect then if his job is to take the humor out of the movie. <laughs> You're amazing. You remind little Jeezy about his lyrics and Doug about his joke. No, too, too short. Too oh, short. Too short. Too short. Little Jeezy. And neither of them remember the things right. they said. Yeah. Right. That was really funny when you said that. Well, thanks, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it was a magical night. <laughs> it was the magic show night. Yeah. Yeah, we went and saw it in and of itself in New York. And if anybody listening has a chance to see that show, it's, it's mind blowing. You still think about it sometimes, don't you? I do. And I followed him on Twitter, and ever since then, for some reason, every pop-up ad on my computer is in and of itself, like nonstop. But there are worse pop-up ads, you know. So, but it's an amazing show. <laughs> there are worse things. If you got to pick I a pop-up do. ad, it's not a bad one. Look, I knew the story was then going nowhere. I started scrambling to get you. out of it. <laughs> All right, Greg, I'm excited that you're up to Greece reference number three. <laughs> really hope you hope you make it. <laughs> Hope you get there. Might be an answer to one of the questions. Turn the show off, Bert, because it's time for me to say, let the games begin! (laughs) Gentlemen, there are name tags from which you can choose. Some pretty good ones, and then that one over there. And uh, just go select, go grab the one you want to play for, and bring it back to your seat. 
Wow, Joe goes right to the front row. What is this? No ads in this episode because this episode is the exclusive Stitcher Premium episode. can only be heard that way. So we have to sit through this arduous part of the process and wait for everybody to pick a name tag. Well, that ended pretty quick. You don't have to roll it up. We're going to want to see it. All right. What do you got, Greg Fitzsimmons? Uh, I got here uh, Frost Pre-98 Low Light White Widow. White Widow? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Dude, what a great move. What an ankle gun moment. It's like, I got weed. Yeah, I'll play for you. Is your name on it here somewhere? No. Dude, I know exactly who you were in school. You were the guy that you pulled out the paper out of your pant pocket. You go, I got paper. You got a pen? You go, can I borrow a pen? Yeah, nailed it. Awesome. Uh, That's a great container. Thanks for bringing it for your name tag. What's your name? Dylan. Dylan, okay. Doug, it accidentally opened up and fell in your pocket. Wait, the weed from there fell yeah. into my pocket? Yeah, it's in your left pocket. Wow, sure. that's fantastic. Oh, all right. <laughs> can't believe it. I'm so lucky. <laughs> Did you pick it because you wanted the weed? No, I just figured uh, this would be a good conversation piece. <laughs> I'm going to have some great conversations with that weed. Who are you playing for, Joe? Well, I picked Indy Donna Jones and the Temple of Doom for two reasons. Uh, the amazing poster, great poster. Three reasons. Number two, I like Indiana Jones. Number three, I like Kingdom of the Crystal Skull because I will continue to dig my grave tonight. I Here's what I love the movie. I saw it six times in the movie theater. I'm not exaggerating. It also came with these chocolate coins that Jewish people give one another because somewhere in history a Jewish man said, how can I make money even better? What if you could eat it? <laughs> Why are you trying to give them to me? I don't want them. I'm on a diet. <laughs> and I don't okay. smoke weed. You took the weed. I thought these were for you. No, no. I mean, that's, this was bribery to get you to pick the name tag. Oh, well, eat that so after you, you smoke the weed. You want some chocolates, right? Uh, <laughs> it's usually the best chocolate in those um, <laughs> coins. <laughs> yeah. The chocolate that comes in a salami net. That's my answer. <laughs> <laughs> Find it to be the best. Tends not Baby to be bell too sweet. chocolate. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Who you got there, uh, Dan? I got Dean Wolf. He's uh, It's got an awesome uh, Teen Wolf poster with your face on it. Very well done. Yeah, it's uh, incredible. Yeah, it's like a real movie poster. So yeah. he put effort into it. Yeah, you gotta pick it. The rest of you guys get it, right? We're still cool? Okay. All right, I like weed as much as the next guy, but... You yeah. can just throw it on the ground. Okay. Yeah. I saw... Good job making it. <laughs> I saw Teen Wolf a couple of years ago, like, with an audience in a theater, and uh, it, it held up pretty good. Like, it's still pretty solid. Uh, Big J brought up a great scene that I forgot about that's super homophobic, where uh, Styles 
where he's trying to tell Styles he's a Teen Wolf, and he's like, "Hey, I'm something." He's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! You're not gonna tell me you're a fag, are you?" Yeah. And he's like, "No, no, no, no! I'm a wolf." Yeah. Styles is like, like, "Oh, whew. yeah. Oh, all right. That's how it's like a super out of like it's like real homophobic." The funniest like, scene. Yeah, because I mean, a teenage boy when somebody says, "I," like it makes perfect sense. Like, it's the kind of shit that's missing from it yes. because everyone's so worried yeah. that, like, realism and how people truly are right, is going to be thought of as though? being racist but even the reactions like, homophobic. Yeah, but the reaction's like, oh, thank God, you're a werewolf. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm sure it's bad. <laughs> but, but also, also of a time, and it's also where they were more open about... You know, saying that. Yeah. Also, how do you how did you think a guy named Styles was going to react? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I accept your lifestyle. <laughs> now you want to go van surfing? The scene with the coach is the funniest scene in the movie. What is that? The, uh, the coach. Three things. In life. The, well, the basketball coach. My favorite aspect of that scene is he's eating from straight from a bucket of KFC while he's chewing gum, and he doesn't stop chewing the gum to eat the fried chicken, which is very very funny to me. But then, yeah, the three tips. Never, I got three. What's he saying? I got three he goes. Uh, he goes. Um, never, never play cards against the guy with the same first name as the city. <laughs> Always get twelve hours of sleep, and never date a woman with a rose tattoo on her neck or something. On, yeah, on her yeah. breast. He goes. You know, you do those three things, the rest of life will be cream cheese. <laughs> Which I've never heard before or after. <laughs> this is creepy. How much do you like that? That's so funny. It's such a weird bit for that movie, yeah. too. Someone got that in the writer's room. Like, yeah. That's what I mean. It's a fun and funny movie. and uh, yeah. People should check it out, despite its uh, homophobia. You know, it's one burp. It's one hiccup. What did you think of Teen Wolf 2? Starring, oh, starring Jason Bateman, the man we thought we'd never see again after that movie. And he really made a comeback. Yeah, he did all right after yeah, that. Yeah, he came back swinging. He got through it, but it's, it's not good. It's terrible. I haven't, yeah, they I haven't seen it in a minute. The plot is Jason Bateman goes to college, and he's the cousin. And then the dad shows up to be like, you're also a werewolf. It was so obviously written for Michael J. Fox. And Michael J. Fox was like, get that piece of shit <laughs> out of my fucking office right now. <laughs> You're like, well, the guy from the Hogan family would probably do it. <laughs> I'm going to count to five. And you're going to leave my office. All right, you guys. Let's play some games. Starting with, which one? How about Alex and Jason's, Dave's and Zeeb's? <laughs> Alex's, Jason, and Deb's IMDb game. Yeah. Let's do it. Everybody's got a top four best known for on their IMDb page. Mm-hmm. I'll start reading somebody's. Dan played this the other oh, day. Man, How did you do a, it this the other day, uh, I took a fucking beating. It's going to get real bad. You got to buzz in with your own name when you think you know who the actor or actress is. But also keep in mind that if you get in early and you're wrong, negative one point. When you say buzz in with your own name, just say your own name. Yeah, you want to tra- practice it? Greg. Fucking <laughs> 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 killed it. <laughs> I also like the calmness in your voice because usually people are a little bit more uh, excited uh, playing the game. But if you, bu- if you buzz in like that, Greg, I'll be, I'll be very proud of you. I took some of my son's Vicodin. <laughs> I'm not kidding. 
There's 30 of them. He's not going to eat fucking 30 Vicodin. And whenever you get in with the correct answer, then you get bonus points because you can name, uh, if you can name other movies that are in that person's top four, it's worth uh, extra points. Wow. Yeah. Games were this, this complicated when you were on before, Greg. <laughs> Joe, how are you going to buzz in? Joe. Because that's the rule, right? You know what? I I'm going to yell my last name. Okay. Rosa. Oh, I like it. Yeah, that's okay. what I'm going to do. Neat. All right. Dan? I'm going to go full name. Dan Soder. <laughs> I like how, the way all of you guys play. It's going to be really interesting. Who's top four on IMDb starts with Saving Private Ryan? Craig. <laughs> Now, Greg, I should point out to you that there's many actors in Saving <laughs> Ryan, so you're taking quite a risk coming in this early, but let's see what you got. Tom Hanks. Incorrect. I mean, of course, he was in that movie, but he's not the actor or actress we're thinking of right now. <laughs> Negative one point for you. Jesus. Just like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's how I'm gonna that's how I'm gonna do you. You got done, son. <laughs> okay, wait out till the next round, uh, Greg, because it's just between Dan and Joe now. Long lifelong rivals. Spurs. The second the second title is Black Hawk Down. Uh DeRosa. Ed Burns. <laughs> Incorrect. Dance order. Wow, you could have heard another name, but no. You're ready. I want to go. go down with the ship. <laughs> Call me a musician on the Titanic because I'm going down with the ship. Wait, uh, just to clarify, this strategically is, could be that he wants the chance to name the other two for the extra. Sure. Thank you, Greg. I don't think he's <laughs> my plan the entire time. <laughs> All right, who is it? Tom Sizemore. That is correct. Redemption. He's in Saving Private Ryan? Yeah, he's, one of the, he's in the platoon. Who does he play in it? The guy on Coke that... Is... <laughs> the guy who keeps talking about hookers? <laughs> uh, his other four popular movies... Ah, fuck. I'm two. Gonna... You just need two more. Just two more. Yeah, we've named two oh, yeah. already. Um... So just say two Tom Sizemore <laughs> classics. Two sides more. And one more? <laughs> Celebrity rehab? Does yeah, not, that doesn't count. count. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I give up. All right. That's fair. You get a point for heat. Yes. And then natural born killer. Ah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. Man. Sure. So Dan's got two points. Joe has no points, and then also Greg Fitzsimmons is here. <laughs> Ready for a comeback. Please let the next movie be Grease. <laughs> oh, I Just wish. to send Greg in a tailspin. Especially if you guess it. <laughs> Who's best known for number one out of the four, Saving Private Ryan? <laughs> Craig. Oh, shit. Here he goes 
<laughs> this time it's obviously Tom Hanks. <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> See, strategically, I figured I could name the other three Tom Hanks movies. Well, that would also be tough to pull off because he's been in a lot of movies. Big. Uh, yeah. <laughs> The second title. She's the one. <laughs> Ed Burns. Edward Burns is correct. <laughs> Maybe two more Ed Burns classics. Uh, Brothers McMullen. And. Old Burnsy doesn't really do big films. <laughs> uh, come on. Uh, the fuck Old else? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, Just name anything else he was in. Um, He's the husky voice dude. Yeah, I know. Um, He did uh, Brothers McMullen and and the sequel, (laughs) Brothers McMullen 2000. (laughs) I think he's made more movies with some of the same people, but uh, uh, yeah, and She's the One was was one of them. But this was something called uh, Sidewalks in New York. Mm. I yeah, I never heard but of you it. do get a point for uh, for Brothers McMullen. So now Joe has two points, and Dan has two, and Greg is Next also round. with us. And Greg yeah. is Greg Blood's is in the water. Joe excited to jump in, probably way too early again on this next round. Who's best known for Saving Private Ryan? <laughs> It's just a law of averages at this point, dude. Yeah, run it out of stars, dude. It rolls o- It doesn't roll over the next round. I say burn it to the ground. Tin cup this shit. Greg. Can I just say one more name? Could you just wait for one more name? No, because then I lose an opportunity to name the other three Tom Hanks movies. It's such a risk for such a little reward. And I know that because I'm the star of Billions. I just wish you'd wait for one more name. It wouldn't help me. I'm not very good at this. All right. Who do you think it is? I think it's Tom Hanks. No. I was really hoping that you would jump in so confident after the second title, because the second title is The Green Mile. What? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Saving Private Ryan, The Green Mile. You guys want the third one? Yeah. Yeah. True Grit. And the fourth title, 25th Hour. Spike Lee joint. There's three people in 25th Hour. This guy's one of them. <laughs> like there's a big lady, a lady Dan character. Soder. Dan Soder. Dan, who is it? Barry Peppers. That is correct. Yeah. Wait, what'd you say? Barry Peppers. Incorrect. Barry Pepper. Barry Pepper. Correct. Barry Pepper. Correct. Barry Pepper. He played, uh, yeah. <laughs> Who the fuck is Barry Pepper? He was in six, that movie 61 about uh, Roger Maris and Mickey Mantle. He was in um, 
uh, knock around guy. He's always very good, but he's a you know he's a real chameleon, so that's why you probably don't know uh, who he is. He African American gentleman? No, nope. white guy. Totally huh. white. Barry Pepper. I thought I thought he was like a soul singer from <laughs> the sixties. <or> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, thank you, St. Louis. I've been Barry Pepper. <laughs> Yeah. And now I like to do spices. <laughs> and now your headliner, Janine Garofalo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Dan wins that game with three points. Congratulations, Dan. I want to thank Barry Pepper. Let's do the tiebreaker though, just for fun. All right. Ready? Yeah. You ready, Greg? Yeah. <laughs> Saving Private Ryan. Dude, if you don't, I will. You can't, you don't lose points this time. Greg. It doesn't even matter. It doesn't matter anymore. Greg. How, what is it, Greg? Tom Hanks? No. That's fucking bullshit. He's the biggest star in the movie. Dance owner. Yeah. Matt Damon. No. So this is just for Joe. Snatch. Get Shorty. Dennis Farina? From Stop, the it's my turn. I don't think he's in it. It was all Joe. Why did you do that? Dennis, Dennis Farina. We got to yeah. save fucking private fucking right. You're telling me I got to go all the way into God knows where France? Just because some guy's brother's not good at war? This cocksucker never should have got himself captured then. I think this family needs to be wiped off the map. <laughs> oh, that would be an awesome movie. <laughs> Holy shit. See you, Dennis Farina, rest in peace. <laughs> Neglecting <laughs> Private Ryan starring Dennis Farina. <laughs> Yeah. What the hell you want I'm me to go I'm not going sleep? all the way over there. <laughs> You're telling me you want me to go into the Nazi territory just to save some kids. I'll tell you what. I'll bring you Private Ryan when you suck him out of my dick, okay? <laughs> Get out of my face. Wait, what's the fourth movie? Because I want to try to figure this out. This is a TV show, Law & Order. What? Wow. Jesus Christ. I have no idea. It's Dennis Farina. What do you mean? You, what do you mean you don't have any idea? It's... Who's Dennis Freeman in Saving Private Ryan? <laughs> what? He's the one that doesn't want to save him. No, he's not. Dude, I'm too high for you to do this to me right now. <laughs> I know. I can't tell if you. If I just made it. something that's already happened, I think my brain will start leaking out of my ears. Now, Dennis Freeman is in Saving Private Ryan. Is he really? Yeah, yeah. He's no Paul Giamatti or Ted Danson, but he is in it. Ted Danson is in Saving Private yes, Ryan? Yes, he is. You need to revisit Saving Private Ryan. If you plan to play in trivia games. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, I just Ted so Danson. confidently did that. Did like, you know Vin Diesel's in it? I did know that. Okay, good. And I remember, Ted Danson plays the army. Oh, you know who else is in it? Tom Hanks. <laughs> That's not funny. I mean, I try. Here's your weed back. Thanks, man. You're welcome. Uh, this next game... <laughs> and the only thing anybody won in that game, by the way, is getting to go first in the next game. That's all Dan won. And I'm very happy about We tied, about that. didn't we? Oh, no, you won. That's yeah, right. he won. Goddamn right. It. Yeah. Right. Clean start. Yeah, and then he got bonus points for the Dennis Farina impression. 
I didn't. I really did not know he was in that movie, so I was Wait, confidently was... like, "How crazy would that be?" And then I feel like such an asshole. He's in the movie. I'm going to be very upset that my premise with those legs and the points go to Dan because it was my idea. I think you rewind I, the tape. I don't think that's. I don't think rewind that's right. Rewind the tape. I think the premise got kicked up when the fucking voice started, Joe. I think I went there in character. I'm the one that said neglecting Private Ryan, which I thought was very because good. Because I, I think I hit with the first punchline, which was, you want me to go save a kid whose brothers aren't good at war? But then I said, that, but then he shouldn't have got himself captured. <laughs> I don't know. Why are we fighting like this? We're so much together when we're... I know, I know. We're like Simon and Garfunkel. All right. Garfunkel. All right, you're winning. I, you're winning, and I hate it. All right. All right. <laughs> Speaking of Simon and Garfunkel. Sounds of, sounds of silence. <laughs> We're going to play Last Man Stanton. People love it. Uh, this is where we get the name of an actor or actress from a pre-selected audience member that I found on Twitter who's insisting they have a great name for this game. And we take turns, starting with Dan, then we'll go to Joe, then to Greg, and then to me, because uh, I play along. We're gonna name names. We're gonna name movies. <laughs> name names <laughs> of the uh, movies these people have been in. And by people, I mean we're gonna get two names. And each of you guys can go to your lifeline once, and your lifeline is the person whose name tag or container of drugs you chose. Oh, fuck. I got the pothead. Uh, it'd be great if you go to him and he just goes, I remember that, though. I remember that movie. Where is Martha Haberman? Front row. How you doing? <laughs> Very excited. I think you wrote to me yesterday saying you had a good name. She's so like, that must be a damn good name. She's bothering me a whole day early. Um... Who is it? Who do you got, Martha? Uh, Johnny Depp. John C. Depp. <laughs> Very good. And then where is someone in the audience named Zprov? Yeah. Hey, what's up? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think Johnny Depp would be enough with this panel. I think we'd be able to make that last pretty long. But uh, let's go ahead and hear uh, another name from you. Roger Moore. Roger Moore, the late Roger Moore. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that degree of difficulty got kicked up. Right, but Johnny Depp. Yeah. We get, all three of us could name, I mean, most of us could name <laughs> 10 Johnny Depp movies. And it doesn't have to be, okay, so it doesn't have to be movies Johnny Depp and Roger Moore are both in. It, it's separate. No, no, that's the game. Thanks for coming, everybody. <laughs> There is no movie that has both of them. I can confidently tell you that. Unless Roger Moore walked in as some sort of porcupine in Rango. <laughs> All right. All right, start us off, Dan. The films of either Johnny Depp or Roger Moore. This, of course, is just between the four of us on stage. Please don't try to help us out until the end when I ask for audience suggestions of what we missed. Dan? Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> Thanks, Dean. <laughs> Trying to win it. <laughs> that I guess that movie's not really the classic that we might imagine. Tim Burton's in the back, like, God damn it. Uh, Octopussy. 
Okay. Hmm? Um, Johnny Depp or Roger What's Depp? eating Gilbert Grape? Mm-hmm. Turns out what's eating him is that he has a mentally handicapped brother and a fat mother. Can't say fat. You can't say mentally handicapped. I always mix up Gilbert Grape and Benny and June. He's got both of them. Hey, dude. Oh, my turn, Benny and June. Oh, oh, shit. Sorry. I I literally forgot we were playing a game. And then I... Sorry, I'm sorry. Dan? 21 Jump Street. Oh, yeah. Makes a nice little cameo in there. Joe? A Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, the old waterbed scene. Yeah. It's not a waterbed. It's a blood fountain. (laughs) Before and after, Joe. Before and after. I don't think he bought that bed. He's like, can I get the blood fountain bed? The waterbed scene is in part four. Thank you very much. Uh, Dead man. Nice. It's good. Good one for Johnny Depp. I would have probably saved that one for later if I were you. I don't understand how the game works. I thought we just named movie titles. We do, but... Oh, just any movie at all? That's, you've managed to hit on one that stars one of these two gentlemen? Yeah, Roger Moore was in uh, Dead Man. No, I didn't, so, so in other words, you put out the easy ones first. I'm saying, yeah, save tuck, one like Dead one Man. Like that. These assholes weren't going to say Dead Man. All right. Wow. You play it sort of like you play any other game ever. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm going to go with Live and Let Die. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Well, uh, I will go with Sleepy Hollow. Moonraker. Too obscure? (laughs) 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 The Spy Who Loves Me. Oh, man. Right? I'm trying to go obscure to get it out of the way, and I can't remember this one movie. Just so you guys know, if you say one that's already been said, it's not held against you. You just, you just have to give another answer. Yeah. Because I can't expect you to remember all these titles. Pirates of the Caribbean. The name is... The <laughs> yeah, I'd probably... Dead Man Ship? I'd, I'd probably walk away from... Uh, step back from any of that... Uh, any of those... Okay, movies. that's too hot? I, Ed Wood! Yeah, that's better. <laughs> I'd like to point out he called it Pirates of the Caribbean Dead Man Ship. There's no... There's I yelled, no but then I yelled out Ed Wood. I yelled out Ed Wood and that made everything okay, so everything's okay now. Uh, uh, well, Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest. Very so I'm setting you up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. I remembered. Did I say Moonraker? <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget, you have a lifeline you can go to. Hold on, I, I should be able to get one of this one. He looks ready. He looks like he's... <laughs> All right, Podhead, what do we got? You got a damper, Roger Moore? The secret window. Yeah. The secret window? Good call. Okay. Yeah, that is a good which, one. And which guy was that? Okay. 
I gotta see that. I mean, for all we know, uh, Roger Moore was out in the bushes, <laughs> peeping through the secret window. <laughs> oh wait, it's my turn, right? Uh, a view to a kill. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh. All right, slow down. <laughs> It was a good thing they finally made that movie about, you know, gave Charlie the name and the title, because Willy Wonka, he's not interesting. <laughs> What's iconic about him? Yeah. Let's make this about the f- fucking Charlie. Yeah. Let's focus on the kid who thinks chocolate is a meal. <laughs> Give him those coins. He would, Charlie would appreciate it. Oh, Charlie would love them. <laughs> Uh, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl. Okay. I see how you're going to play this game. <laughs> Can I go to my lifeline again? No. <laughs> oh, it's a one-time shot? Yeah, one-time one lifeline. Now all you got to do is think of another... Uh, Johnny Depp's been in uh, 97 feature films. <laughs> Was, Roger Moore is a tougher one because a lot of his was before our time. Right. Um, Her Majesty's Secret Service. Oh. That's George Lazenby. Oof. Of course, George Lazenby. Yeah. Um, the actor. Johnny Depp. I'm trying to think of his comedies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm flat out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't have any. I don't have any uh, left. All right. Thanks for playing, Greg. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Am I out of the game? Yeah. Oh. Unfortunately. Wow. Yeah. That was fast. The guy that is a professional writer for HBO <laughs> couldn't think of a Johnny Depp movie. <laughs> um, Doug brings me back for this for some fucking reason. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know movies. <laughs> I keep bringing you in because one day I'm going to put together a perfect panel. It's going to be a, a total Newsies reunion. <laughs> He's got a hat on. Uh, All right. Even though we, even though I didn't win, I feel like, and I'm being serious and sincere about this. This is at midnight where the loser gets to make a speech. <laughs> Can I say something? <laughs> sure. It's just nice to sit up here with you guys because honestly, we go together like Shamalama Dada Dada Thank you. Oh, shit. Grease for peace. Good job. All right. My turn. There's a lot, a lot of things happened there just now. <laughs> but I'm going to say. I had a lot of ideas, but I'm going to take for your eyes only. Ooh. Mm. The Rum Diary. Well, I burned it, buddy. <laughs> uh, Pirates of the Caribbean oh, no. at World's End. Wow. You're really running the table on those. <laughs> Really proud of you. Is that all of them? Nope. Uh, <laughs> no, that's not it. And I've seen everyone in the theater with my parents. 
Oh, God, please let you... I, I would love to catch you and you're wearing a pirate hat. <laughs> For his birthday, we go see Pirates of the Caribbean every year. Speaking of Johnny Depp comedies, Mordecai. Whoa. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. a tough one. Um, Sweeney Todd. Um, there's more words in the title than that. Son of a bitch. You want to go to your lifeline? Cry baby. Oh shit! Thank you. Thank you. Wow. First applause break of the game. Wow. Pretty happy about that one. Just to break it up. Sweeney Todd, the Demon Barber of Seville. Oh! Is that the wrong title? Just to break it up. All right. The Demon of Barber Street. No. Wait a minute. Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Things. Wouldn't that be Tides. wild if he decided to be a barber who kills people because he found a place on Barber Street? It's too perfect. I need to kill. I'm going with on Stranger Tides. I'm time. moving in next to Wetzel's Pretzels <laughs> on Barber Street. Uh, what'd you say? I'm, then I'll go with Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides. Okay. What is the... Oh, well, you, you yeah, I'm going to say it right now. <laughs> Sweeney Todd, the demon barber of Fleet Street. Ah. <laughs> Right. Who's the demon barber in Seville, then? <laughs> the barber of Seville isn't necessarily a demon. Oh, that's what He's I just a barber of. in an opera. Sounds pretty boring to me, next to the <laughs> demon barber. I don't recall what happens in that opera because I'm instantly bored by opera. Oh, <laughs> somebody in the audience is sad about that. Doug does not love opera. Who's turn um, is it dance? Len, yeah, Len uh, I don't think you use this in the game, so I'm gonna use it. Rango. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Good move. You're up, Joe. Where's your pirates now? It's uh, right here. Pirates of the Caribbean. Dead men tell no tales. That's oh! Joe, I just want to apologize, and you just made me walk the plank. Yeah. Have fun. Saw that one just three weeks ago. <laughs> It's my mom's 70th birthday. All I, can, all I can say about you boys is tusk, tusk, tusk. The Tourist with Angelina Jolie. Mm-hmm. You don't need to name co-stars, but... I just want to make sure it was that movie because I was like, man, that could be wrong. Yeah, no. Don't forget, you guys each have a lifeline left. I know. Um, what is the... Uh, what is that movie called? Oh yeah, that one. The, uh, if you could just think of it, it'd be perfect. You know, I'll, I'll, because I, 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 yeah, go to you your know lifeline. What? No, no, wait, I'm gonna wait on the lifeline. Well, no, I, I'll go I, now. I, lifeline. Go to where now? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Spice World. Spice World? Johnny Depp's in that. No. Roger Moore's in that. Yeah. yeah. Spice World. Very nice. Spice Thank up you. your life. Holy shit! Really Jesus. good. Very, very good. <laughs> All right. My turn. The sequel to Tusk, Yoga Hosers. That's what I was trying to think of. I couldn't remember the name of it. 
All right, Dan, you still have a lifeline. Lifeline, Dean. Into the woods. Into the woods. Into the woods. <laughs> Dark shadows. Oh, okay. You're so proud of yourself. Crowd didn't go crazy. <laughs> I was just happy. I um, I just like that he went to a lifeline, then came back with an answer. Yeah, that's that's strategery. Because <laughs> sometimes your lifetime's answer will like you know, you know if you go to your lifeline too late, they're out of answers too. You get them early, they might say one you hadn't thought of. Mm. And you're still in the game. Feels a little bit like taking an ambulance to the hospital and then walking the last mile. <laughs> <laughs> shit <laughs> I thought of one but I, I didn't think of one if you know what I mean I'm gonna go to right I gotta go right the Roger Moore angle because you know I can get away with it uh, the wild geese black mass oh yeah yes oh fucking yes. whitey bulge yeah yes you look like a guy that consulted on that movie, Greg. Yeah. Listen, Johnny, when you fucking say, ah! Uh, Curse of the Pink Panther, a film in which Roger Moore portrayed Inspector Clouseau, who had a facelift done because Peter Sellers had died. You know what I say to that? Forget about it, Donnie Brasco! Fuck! Oh no, oh no, oh no. Yeah. Into the woods! Someone said Betty in June, right? But I'm gonna say. <laughs> Did you use your lifeline? Yeah, dude, burnt that one up. Oh shit! You shouldn't have told me that. I would have let you. <laughs> well, now you say that. Yeah, you shouldn't. That's like when the cops like you shouldn't have lied to me. I wouldn't have arrested you. <laughs> yeah, you were going to. Fuck! I don't. Uh... Oh shit! I just thought of another one. I'm just glad that after 25 minutes since I dropped out. Oh, oh, Lone Ranger. Oh. There you go. I fucking did it, Dean. I fucking did it, buddy. It was for you, buddy. Lost. Lost in La Mancha, the Terry Gilliam documentary. Right. Yes. Right. Wait, we're counting documentaries? Yeah, you know all those documentaries Roger Moore and Johnny Depp did, right? (laughs) Whatever, dude. I'll see you on the next go-around. 
Dude, I got some steamers in my pocket right now, dude. Uh, for Roger Moore, I'm going to say the Cannonball Run. God damn it! I was going to say that was one of my steamers. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! You took if one someone, of my steamers. If no one makes a Joe's steamers in like a clams cartoon shirt, yeah, I don't know what you're doing. Um, well, if we're doing documentaries, Gonzo, the Hunter S. Thompson documentary. God damn it! <laughs> That's what it's called, just Gonzo. It's called Gonzo. You sure it's not about a Muppet? Yeah. <laughs> I'm positive. All right, this is a deep cut. You ready? Okay. Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare. Johnny Depp makes a cameo appearance in the This Is Your Brain on Drugs nightmare sequence. Oh. I don't believe you, but okay. <laughs> Roger Moore started a movie. This is rare in the world of cinema where he was the title character whose last name started with a lowercase f and it was called Folks. Really? Yeah. If, if I made, first of all, if I made up something like that, Good on me. Yeah, he earned it. He earned it. Because <laughs> that takes some imagination. <laughs> Daddy boy, what do you got? Is it over? I'm gonna take it. Yeah, I'm just gonna fucking sorry. Are you, are I'm sorry, of, Dean. I'm just gonna have to yell this out. Are you uh, Dan? Ru, Dan Ru, did he, are you out of your depth? Depth? <laughs> I like it. All right. Did he room with the? Doesn't sound right. Yeah. Seems like you're going the wrong way there. Yeah, me too. I was just kidding. I was just testing you out, dude. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, Joe just got Joe just got struck with the spirit. Dude, if we were in a church tent right now, everyone would have been like, that was impressive. Your whole body just got an erection. I was like scared. I was like, I can't take it. Wow. Ooh, I got one. Anyway, Dan, you out? Oh, Uh, fuck, fuck, I just got one. Dan Soder's perfect record on this record on the show. Yeah, I don't need you to say stuff like that. It's about, it's about to come to a close. Hey, dude. The crickets are getting louder. You don't like trivia. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm out. Sorry. Oh, such a valiant effort. It's the damn Roger Moore. Joe, what were you so excited about? Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Depp's in that? Yeah. Very end, he's in it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I saw that shit. I don't remember him being in it. The evil kid turns into him, and yeah. he's, he's like the wizard in hiding or whatever okay. at the end. Right. It's a pretty shitty cameo, but, you know, kept me alive in this game. You know what movie he's in for the entirety of it? 
What? A movie told in real time called Nick of Time. Yeah, that's right. What do you got, Joe? Hold on. Transference. Yeah. Oh, nice. Brain. Baby, we're in the heat of it right now. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sweating like no, an we're, we're in the over. It's over of it right now because I think I might be able to find one more. I scan through the... Depp archives <laughs> in my mind, but it's so tough because we've named so many. I'm just thinking of all his hairstyles, <laughs> his eye, I tried, yeah, his eye makeup. Quit. Just give up. <laughs> I think I might. Do you have another one? I I might, but mm-hmm. I don't know if it's correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, in that case, I'm going to say Cannonball Run 2. <laughs> That's what I was going to say, but I don't think Roger Moore is in it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think he's in it. Honestly, that was my last guess. But if he is in it, we both win. Uh, well, I'd rather win. But for, our purposes, <laughs> but for our purposes today, you are the winner, Joe DeRosa. Let's do some plugs. What do you got coming up, Dan Soder? Um, I will be in Winnipeg at Rumors Comedy Club, uh, American Comedy Company in San Diego. And you can find all my dates at dansoder.com. I listen to The Bonfire on Comedy Central Radio, Sirius XM 95. Me and Big J Ogerson. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. It's always great when he's on the show, as it is when you're on the show. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Walking that back. Thanks for being here, dude. Yeah, thanks for having me, dude. Joe DeRosa, what do you got coming up? Uh, D.C. Draft House in Washington, D.C. next weekend, Thursday to, to uh, Saturday, through Saturday. And uh, my, I have two podcasts, uh, We'll See You in Hell on the HeadGum Network and um, Emotional Hangs on uh, Feral Audio. So listen to those if you could. All right. And uh, Donna gets all the prizes. I think we forgot. Uh, we forgot some. Congratulations! I forgot to plug my dates. Though. Greg Fitzsimmons. <laughs> Greg Fitzsimmons, who's who's still here, who waited out that twenty-five minutes of gameplay. Did I lose that bad? And I get, get to get plug my dates. <laughs> no, you I to, will be. You still get to do plugs just because you waited. San Francisco Punchline this uh, next weekend, yeah. and then uh, San Diego, the American Comedy hey, Company, yeah. as well. Yeah. And then Cleveland Hilarities, I think the first week of October. Fitzdog.com for details. And Fitzdog Radio is the podcast. Very good. Yeah. Fantastic. Thank you, guys. Greg Fitzsimmons, Joe DeRosa, and Dan Soder. Very good. Who do you want your shit out of me? Okay, the people, that may, as always, you're throwing the weed back to the guy? Yeah, I don't know. What kind of... <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're, that's the idea, man. You, you picked him. You keep his stupid weed. All right, the people that made the remake, remake of Death Note? Yeah, that's a terrible movie. It's a remake? Was there an old movie called Death Note? You mean it's an adaptation of an anime? Okay. Oh, oh it's... All right. I hear you. It's on Netflix or something? All right. So anyway, that's a shithead. 
And coming from Canada and not having any weed is a shit. <laughs> 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 